Tayanos, Tayanos, fresh tongues, Tayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Tayanos. Exodus chapter two. Um, actually, our target is to, in, in this uh, one now, our target is to mirror the life, look at the life of, of Moses. Amen. Let's look at um, verse 11. Verse 11. Are you there? Exodus chapter 2 verse 11. We are looking at mistakes, corrections, and training. He says, And it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out unto his brethren and looked on their burdens. And he spied. The word spy is his son. But it is, it is spied. They use spied here because he saw, but not in close range. You know, he saw, like from far. You know, he's a prince, actually. So he saw, but he saw as an outsider. So he saw from far what is happening to them. That's why he's called spy. Because spy is somebody that sees, monitors and observes what is happening without necessarily participating in it. So the scripture says he spied, but it means he saw. Hmm? And he spied an Egyptian, smiting an Hebrew, one of his brethren. And he looked this way and that way, follow. And when he saw that there was no man, he what? He slew the Egyptian. And hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together. And he said unto, and he said to him that did the wrong, Wherefore smitest thou thy fellow? This is the answer of the guy. He said, and he said, Who made thee what? So, wait, stop rushing. Who made thee what? A prince and what a judge. So, this particular assignment that this guy is trying to execute eh, is only given to a man that is a prince and what a judge. So, the question is who made thee? Well, I, um, I might not be able to go into those things, but let's follow what I think I'll follow what scripture says. But in my own in my own opinion, I think he's a prince and a judge. A prince and a judge. You know why he's a prince and a judge? 
because as we get to see, the, this guy that was trying to beat somebody up, I've already seen him kill somebody before. Eh? In that place, he functioned as a judge. Is it not true? Now, this time around, he came and saw two brethren fighting, and he tried to settle the matter for them. Is it not true? So one is judgment, another is eh? no, another is trying to mediate between two people, trying to settle their matter, trying to tell this person, this is your position. This one, this is your position. He is your brother now. It's only a prince that can do that. And by a prince, we mean somebody, by this prince, actually, he means somebody that is in authority. Eh? Like your father can call the two, two of his brothers and say, stop doing this thing, you are brothers. Or sometimes your father might not be around again. Your elder brother will call the two younger ones and say, you are brothers, stop doing this thing. The only reason why he called the two of you and you listen is because he's what? A prince. Now, a judge does not just settle matters. He also has the capacity eh, to release judgment and mercy. So he can look at a matter, find out who is guilty, eh, and met out the penalty. So when he started doing this thing now, and that guy, I've seen him, he saw what he did before. He's like, uh-uh. So you are now coming to show me that you can decide who is wrong or right. It's who made you? Who gave you the right to decide who is right or wrong? You know you cannot just go on the main road like this and tell somebody he's wrong or right. Even if you notice he's wrong or right, one of the things we do is that we get an authority, somebody or someplace, somewhat that has the authority to adjudicate in the matter. That is why sometimes you invite the police. Is it not true? Or you take the person to a court of law. So, in the case of Moses, I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. Somebody can be a prince. Another person can just be a judge. But in this case of Moses, he's both a prince and a judge. That is not even where I'm going. The, my, my first point of call this night is that phrase in verse 14. And, it, and he said, What? Who made? What? Who made? Now, the challenge now is not what is in your ordination, the challenge is whether you are made. A man that have not been made, as we saw, we begin to make a lot of mistakes. And believe it or not, those mistakes are allowed in the processes. There are two, write it down, there are two types of mistakes a man can make in the path of spiritual progress. Two types of mistakes. Anybody that tells you there is no, nothing like mistake is lying. There are two types of mistakes a man can make on the path of spiritual progress. The first one is necessary mistakes. 
Necessary mistakes. Necessary, yeah. Necessary mistakes. Have you written it down? The second one is costly mistakes. Costly mistakes. These are the two. So, um, as you make your journey, it is even necessary. It is not just that there are necessary mistakes. It is necessary that you make mistakes because without mistakes, there will be no need for correction. In fact, sometimes there are some lessons that you will never be properly taught, except you make mistakes. Have you noticed if toddlers are working like this? They will be doing like this, I see they are falling, you see they are falling. If you continue catching them, they will never walk. You leave the baby and he wants to walk like this. And he's doing like this. And you go and catch him, he will never walk. We delay the time of his walking. But if he's walking and even you leave him and he walks and falls down. And he's even crying, you remove your eye for like three minutes. And then you turn and say, sometimes if you remove your eye, the baby will fall like this. Eh? I want to cry. And then turn, look at you, you are not even looking at them. The baby will do like ah, and then close his mouth. And then stand up again and try to walk the second time. But if you just you want to fall, you just rush him so that he won't fall. No, sometimes allow them to make mistakes. That's the only time you can properly teach some lessons. Like the one you learned. That mistake is actually necessary. Now you have... There are many things that are in order now. This one, you can't make it again. Because you did not learn it by... No, it took a dealing. For you to learn it. There are many things you will never learn until you make the mistake. There are people that never know that they have greed in their heart and they never know, they never know financial management. They ne- there are many things they don't know about mammon. Mammon still has roots in their heart. They don't know how to manage things. They don't know how to make God a, go- a governor in their finances. Eh? They pay title, but greed, they pay title out of greed. They pay tight so that God will reward them. They pay tight to get back. They give to get back. They don't understand the functions of the kingdom. It's even when they are giving, they are giving for themselves. I'm not saying it's wrong to attach something to your giving. Every time you are giving, you are attaching something to it. You, don't, you are still, it's still self. And sometimes God teaches those simple lessons. Like many people that MMM carry their money. Pastors. Am I lying? Oh my God, sky Pastors, MMM carried hundreds of thousands of their money. I heard there is one popular church in Nigeria. I'm not called the name. But the general overseer, his tongue is like this. You don't know him, but if you have, we have, we have transversed many realms. 
when I was in youth service, I used to listen to his messages. There is one that I I listened it I listened to it for many many times. That one, what he said is that the first statement he made in that message was, Pastor, go on your knees and prepare for ministry. <laughs> Cannot be watching television on Saturday evening. <laughs> One of his major pastors used church money and did MMM. They sacked the pastor. It's not his money, church money and did MMM. I get the point. There are people that they needed that mistake for them to learn a life lesson. No matter how much you pray and fast, that money will still go. So that you learn a lesson. Are you with me now? So there are necessary mistakes. In fact, mistakes are necessary. It's not just that there are necessary mistakes. Mistakes are actually necessary in process. Are you with me? Yes. Why we are teach, making this teaching? There are many mistakes you have avoided because of what you have learned. Does it mean you, you will make your own? That's what we are saying. You should reduce it. In fact, some of them, there are mis- some mistakes that they made is the costly one. There are men of God that made mistake, and their ministry was taken from them. That is the costly mistake. Huh? In fact, there are some people I intentionally allow them to make necessary mistakes. I saw that their heart has been set on something. Huh? I know that there is only one way to help this person to allow him to make that mistake. Because I you with me? I have looked and I've seen that that mistake is, is not possible. You know? The only thing it will take is time. And you know, in the case of Moses, he actually took time. In my own opinion, he's not supposed to stay up to 40 years. In my own opinion, Moses is supposed to stay 10 years in training. Because it was remaining just 10 years before the children of Israel will fulfill the 400 years. That God spoke to their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Is he not true? Then, when Moses did this thing, and all those, what he lost was time. It became 14 years. So, by the time the man was ready, finally, it was 430 years. Huh? So, the question they ask this man is the question you ask yourself. Who made you the judge and the prince? That's what she said. They, somebody appeared to her in her dream and asked her. You need, you need to see what they are scattering in that and asked her. So, By whose authority are you doing this thing? It's not only Jesus they ask, they still ask that question now. 
by whose authority? Human beings ask those questions. Territorial beings ask those questions. There are places I've entered and I looked at the face of men there and I know that they are asking questions. They are not saying it with their words, but they are showing it in their body language. Who gave you the authority to start revival hall? Who gave you the right to be moving the way you are moving? Who told you? you On that day, make sure you have been made. You have been made a priest and a judge. Make sure you are carrying a scepter. You are not filled with mouth, eloquence, boastings. No, it's not by boast. It's not by boast. This we were made by demons and encounters, strange encounters. I was in Makodi, that room. The glory of God appeared like a cloud, and I fell under power. Some of the things I, I won't tell you what I was told, but a voice spoke out of the cloud. Those things you hear in stories, you don't know where we get our authority from. You don't know from where we come. You can't, you can't do what I'm doing. They will kill you. Literally, they will kill you. You are afraid of death. Death has stayed in my door. It didn't kill me. It couldn't succeed. Not because I was too powerful. But the covenants, the encounters and things hanging over my life is stronger than the power of death. We are not afraid. We encountered life itself and it sucked out any possibility of dying. There are some places you can't tread, you can't tread upon it. Your authority will be questioned. By whose authority do you do the things that you do? This man asked Moses a question. He said, Who made you a prince and a judge? These questions are necessary so that you will be able to readjust your life. Are you with me now? Because if you don't make it in a small way, there is a guy. Must, that guy will suffer. Because some people don't know. For example, some people will see apostle and some people even see me self, the way I do. I have heard that people are now following me. Up. And they are doing some of the things I'm doing. I say, what is this? You know, all my teachings and emphasis and everything is territorial in nature. Don't do territorial ministry without knowing many things. So you will die like a fowl. You will die like a Christmas goat. Don't be doing your normal church. Don't go and... Wake up one night and say, I find all the powers in this territory. From today, I stop you from walking. That's the day you, the small prayer altar you have, you lose it. You start struggling with lust. Lust that left you many years ago, lust will come back. Anger that left you many years ago will come back. Your parents that you thought they have allowed you to start, start following God, they will start persecuting you again. No, you tampered with some things. I 
I'm telling you what I know. When I didn't know territorial ministry, how it works well, 2015, 2014, 2015, I came up those days and I woke up in the night after 21 days fasting. I said, I am in charge of this territory now.、Huh? Because, because there is no territory without a man in charge. The man in charge appeared to me. And we fought from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. From 2 to 4. On that day, I knew I don't know anything. You thought you know much. You think you know much. You don't know anything. People fill their head with nonsense and speak high sounding. No. As I'm speaking now, even Satan and powers, they feel my authority. And it's not because of the way my voice sounds. Even if I speak small, it's still the same thing. Even if I don't talk, it's still the same thing. My power is even when I'm not talking, not when I'm talking. When we fought on that day, the only thing that I remembered is Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. All my Rema disappeared. <laughs> All my Rema disappeared. You know what I'm saying? I am seated with Christ. Far above principalities. Glory to God. Oh, Satan cannot touch you. Where you are, Satan cannot touch you. Powers cannot touch you. I say, You are in Christ. You are in Christ. Just Satan has to touch God and then bring that to Christ and then kill Christ and then bring you out before he can now touch you. I say, You are hidden in Christ. You are beyond the reproach of Satan. You are beyond his power. You are beyond his intimidation. You are victorious. You are victorious. I say, Shall glory! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Make sure you know the God that that pastor said. Because some pastors preaching it actually have it. Make sure you know the God that they know before they are, making that, they are, they are make, doing that preaching. If you don't know that God, will, you know Christmas God. You'll be Christmas God. Bishop will come and say, All the, all the wishes in this territory, all of them, they will not survive this God. Baba! Baba! And then, which is we start? One kind pastor of winners will wake up one day and go and beat.、Yeah? This is, let me tell you how Satan works. He, he works in such a way, he works like cultists. He works like the mafia. You know the mafia? Drug cartels. If, if you do something wrong,、yeah? they will not shoot you. You know what is now? You know mafia? They won't shoot you. They will bring、uh, clubs two by two and they will beat you to pop. They will beat you till this fat up blood everywhere. Cut your neck and drop it. Do you know why they are doing it? They know that when they do it,、eh, anybody that is there or heard it, that. Lost an agenda to do anything with that agenda, will die forever. That's how Satan works. If you do that, he will deal with you, deal with your children, deal with your wife, deal with your brother, deal with your sisters. So that anybody that sees you after that time will never think of trying it. 
They will tell you, haven't you seen him? Look at it. Like that guy we saw. He is following a man of God, but he doesn't know the God of the man of God. I don't see him. There is a man. You must have seen him on television. He's, he's a very anointed man of God. There are guys that follow him to do deliverances, carry shrines, and do all those things. So one of the guys, his, his, his house is not far from here. You know that I will not call the place because if I call it, somebody might know the place. What happened is that after the guy followed the man for years, he learned the skills how to manipulate. You know, there are skills in ministry. Skills is not equal to authority. Yeah. That's what happened to the guy. After some time, he started going on his own because there is money in it. There is money in it. So when he started going, what happened is that <laughs> one of those days, I think, is he his father's own or his own that he went to go and carry? Huh? He carried it and they struck him. The guy, he wears chaplets now. Sometimes he wears chaplet, carry Bible, and he'll be smoking. Smoking will go on the main road. He walks like this. And, he, <laughs> and then we move in on the road. If you pass him, he's drenched with alcohol. Sometimes he'll be singing what this, sometimes he'll be singing worship songs. Devilish <laughs> weekend. Don't drop his set and please. That guy will mess you up. He will make sure anybody that looks at you will never try that thing again. You know that thing that Satan did? You know why he did it? So that nobody will have the fear to go and try and collect that thing. Are you seeing it? But Satan is not that powerful. The only challenge is that the man was not made. He was following a man that was made. Him, he was not made. The question that was asked Moses is, who made you? The job you are doing is the job of a judge and a priest. But I found out that you have not been made one. So the first mistake, or the mistake that Moses made, is trying to manifest before his time. Believe me, that's one of the greatest mistakes that young Christians make. Okay, he made the mistake. You don't know this man, or you don't know who is sitting beside you. You don't know who is sitting. This, this global, a global prophet that is sitting beside you. Sometimes go through his status. You will see prophet people from Jamaica. The last one I saw, Jamaica, from South South Africa, Zimbabwe, all these prophetic nations. We have started collecting prophetic things and releasing our trances. What of money? Glory. Say glory to God. <laughs> Are you getting the point? As he's doing this thing, as he's doing this thing, common lost, he is still fighting it. And he's the same with many. You are still fighting lost and you are contending with utter. You are dead. The first warfare is with lost. Fight lost, person. Are you with you now? Because those beings, they know you, the, the, when they come, 
They will not even come with frontal attack. Sometimes they will come with your weaknesses. If they can activate it again, they will know it's a matter of time. That grace you have will zap out. They will strike. Because if they come now, you see the way you vibrated these three days. Come down. Oh my God. <laughs> The thing that's sweet, or is it not true? Said it is. The thing that's sweet. See the way it's vibrating, and men's heart are burning. Men are caught in their heart. Bodies are released in the heart of men, and they are groaning. The sweet. On days like this, Satan will clear for you. That's the truth. He will clear. He will, he will. Is it true that loss doesn't work on this guy? Is it true? It doesn't work again. They say you never work for two months. Say it's a lie. Let's try it. <laughs> Let's try. Let's try. How he will do it? Don't bother yourself. You will stumble on something you never ever expected to stumble on. Amen. And then once he sows the seed, all he needs is to leave a weight. Sometimes Satan will never get you to sin. That's the truth. But he can get to leave a weight in your heart. What does he say? What many young believers are struggling with is not really sin per se, but weight. Weight. Too many weights. There are weights and there are besetting sins. So, weight. You have not seen, literally, but it's there. Amen. Let me continue. This. Let me not push that for too long. And what? Okay, you want to take us away? Okay, what do you want to know? I hope I can answer it now. I like the word you used. I often tell you, most times when they ask you by whose authority, in case you forget to say Jesus, tell them it's me. And of course, you ask me if I have somebody over me, I tell them it's the person. And that is why, if there, there are some kind things, if you want to do it, tell me first. So that me too, are, if I look at it, if it's something I can manage, if it's something I can manage, me too, I will be prepared. Like the Abakaliki guys, they are preparing for their the revival summit and they are doing prayer work from major junctions in the town. Major junctions in the city. You can't do that. It's a terrible thing to do. So they told me. So when they told me, me, I have to prepare. 
Because my job is to make sure there is no backlash. Are you getting the point? So continue doing what you are doing. Make sure you tell me. You know. And then there are some you will do over time. There are some you even do. You know you have the where you are now. You can do it. You don't need. Are you with me? There are some you know. But there are some you will do. You know that you have not reached here. But you need to deal with it. You still dealt with it. And something happened. Just that the backlash, you can't carry it. That's when you need everything to fall back on. Everybody has somebody in front's back on. At any level that you are. I don't care if you are Johnson Suleiman. There were days you have to fall back on E.A. Deboe. As soon as he met Papa Deboe, he laid hands on him. And all those people chasing him around. You know that time they were chasing him? The thing ended. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't care if you are Bishop, Bishop David or Yedo. And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Intendest thou to kill me? Watch it. As thou killest the Egyptian. So this guy was there when he killed the Egyptian. And Moses what? Feared and said, Surely this thing is known. He never knew it was known. Now when Pharaoh heard this, this thing, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled from the face of Pharaoh and dwelt in the land of Midian. And he sat down by a well. Amen. So, the first thing now is the mistake. He has made a mistake. And you must understand the reason why I said that mistakes are necessary or there are necessary mistakes. They are actually costly mistakes. Don't make that. Don't make that. Don't make that. Imagine if you left now. Yeah? And then you joined armed robbery gang. And then you went for an operation. You know what Satan will do? He will make sure that they catch you. They sass. you. You can see show Messi, but it's unlikely. It's unlikely. Yeah? Oh, or you go, it can even be that you can. No. Those guys, they don't keep people in prison. They will just gather you people and finish me. I went to Ogwashuku prison. The people that is there are waiting trial. There are too many. It's not whether you are guilty or not. They have not even checked your case to know whether you are guilty or not. Not. If you are guilty, well, it's okay. If you are not, they don't even know. They have not even pushed your agenda, sir. Some people can stay there. I met some people when we went to minister to them. I met some people that have stayed there three years. They have not brought their case. One was rejoicing. You know why he was rejoicing? He said that they will take his case to court on Monday. They have not 
I say, is it that they are setting you free? He said, no. That they are, they are just that they are calling my case in court. That's why he's rejoicing. So, they are costly mistakes. There are mistakes you make, you lose your ministry. You lose the, the vital thing that God wants you to do. God will give it to another person. There are mistakes you make. Your ministry, your destiny, some things will be cut short. Something you are already moving, it will be cut short. Some, for example, look at the life of... Um, There are many people that have made that type of mistake. Look at somebody like, like Samson. You know, there are some small, small things he's doing. God was allowing it. Until he came to the point where where he now allowed the lady to cut his the locks of his head. Because even though fornication is a sin and is wrong, eh, it was not part of the agreement in the covenant that God caught as it pertains to his life and destiny. Is it not true? There are two major things that you was told not to do. One, don't cut your hair. Two, don't take eye me. So, even though fornication or adultery or whatever is still wrong, but it was not part of the agreement. So, he's doing it, God is still overlooking until he did the one, that one. William Branham. When William Abraham was small, was young, he said, under peer pressure, his friend said, let's go and smoke and drink and all that. As soon as he got the cigarette and wanted to put it in his mouth, he said, the wind blew and in being appeared to him. It was an angel. Now, the other people are not seeing that angel, only him. And the breeze, they are feeling the breeze and everything, but only him was seeing the angel and what he was saying. He said, don't behave like them. Don't take alcohol, don't smoke, don't do this. So that for the assignment that I have for you to do for me in the future. That shows you that there are certain types of form that you don't need to contaminate even your physical body. That's the truth. It's not a matter of sin. Are you going to heaven or not? That one, that one. If Mary is not a virgin, he is not, she is not qualified. That's the thing. And you will say, I was wrong. Is a physical qualification. How does he... Are, are people qualified by physical... No! There is... The demand for that particular post takes a certain kind of man. And sometimes, for God to find that man, 
You will even have to go before you were born to make sure some things are put in place. I'm telling you, many certain kinds of offices, peculiar offices, peculiar things, as the case with a few people. For example, somebody like me. My father said he has seen my name, even though me, I don't like to hear those things. I don't. <laughs> Two things that he recently I said, I don't like to hear. I believe in principles. I believe in hard work. I believe that I with me. If I read the Bible and follow it, I will get the result, Bible results. Don't believe, fill your head with prophecy and. You know, there are some people that feed their head with too many prophecies. God say you do the, you do the, and then later it became nothing. Because there is prophecy and there is a spirit of prophecy. A certain kind, a measure of conduct that you will give yourself to so that the prophecy can come. Without you giving yourself to those conduct, obedience, sacrifices, you will die not seeing that thing that prophecy captured. So there is prophecy and spirit of prophecy. He saw me two years before he it, even before he married. Bought a Bible, wrote my name there. Till they do Joshua. I have tried to be a bad boy since I was small. I, I can't. I went to DMGS at Onita. When I was in secondary school, sometimes, you know Onita now. <laughs> But, but uh, something happened now. What happened is that my, my, my lingo changed. You know? And maybe I hear. <laughs> and then, there is what we call treasure. You know treasure now? You guys are young. Those days, the days of treasure, you know, today. Those days, we went to buy Nduku. Potato at uh, behind uh, behind Camo Plaza, opposite Camo Plaza. There is a young lady and the mother selling in the cook. We call those days. She did run the cook. My cousin, Koros. This happened many years ago. It's been years now. Those days, there is a guy, gentle. One, he miss us. He just beat you like this. Boom! And blood will come out of your nose. He will collect your phone, everything, and your money. Anita is not for children. And those days, they even said that Anita is not good. Those days. That before we came, they had, they had played all those guys. You know their name. I don't want to call them in. But those days, eh, in the night, some of my fellow seniors, they, they will jump the fence. Some of them will leave even before they have closed the gates. They will take their bath like this, freshen up, wear mufti, eh, and then move out. There is a place, how many of you know Anita? You know Anita? Who knows Anita? There is a, there is a place called Frontline. Do you know Frontline? There is no way you know front line. There is no way. It's only, it's only people that, that know nightlife that will know this name. There is a place they call Makis. Mar- eh? There is a place they call Abacoba Park. 
those years. I heard they have cleared some of these places. Huh? By the name, you know the type of place it is. So when they finish, come back around 1 a.m. And the security guy will be chasing them around. They will jump first and all that. Those times, God never even allowed me to do it. I don't know how he did it. He took away the desire from my heart. There are many things that we did as young men, but not those ones. All kinds of things. There is a time in my SS2, I was living with a guy that sells Igbo. I'm not saying smoke Igbo. What did I say? Sells. He has a big bag. Like this is my bag I used to carry. He has it. And then what physic is it? Igbo is filled inside. Sometimes in between the uh, classes he will come and be more doing it with the Rizla. The one they will sell. After he has done it, there is a place in DMJs those days we call that place is called Art Class. Jesus Christ. I am remembering oh, the place is called before I left, they demolished the place. Because the school is so old that most of the buildings are done with um, not even bricks. Some are done with just simple mud and then plastered. Buildings that are more than, more than, from 1925. There's a place called Art Class. That's, that's called Bunk. You know what's Bunk? Yeah. You know what's Bunk? That's Bunk. That's where he will carry it. Classes will be going on and will be selling in that place. Those things he was in. I was never even tempted one day, sir. What, what is the point I'm trying to make? The point I'm trying to make is that there are certain things that God will want you to be. He will not allow you to touch some kind things. And you say, does God not forgive all sins? Of course he forgives. Just that you are not qualified for this assignment. You are qualified for heaven. Qualified for many things. But not this one. This one is for a certain kind of person. To be the mother of Jesus, you have to, of a necessity, be what? A virgin. It's not, God is not wicked. It's just that he has set a standard. That's why sometimes, you have, you have to keep yourself from many things. It's not as if if you do it, God will not forgive you. He will. Just that after some time, you are not qualified. You'll be relegated to the background. Amen. So these mistakes are necessary. They are necessary mistakes. Mistakes like um, some young men still having boyfriend and girlfriend. Without you are a young man, you are in first year, you, you have not even defined your purpose well. And you have a boyfriend and girlfriend, you are a foolish person. You have no business with any lady or any guy when you have not defined your path. Huh? The man found something doing before he needed somebody to help him. Is it not true? You don't have anything, you don't have any purpose anywhere you are, you, you are looking for themselves. For what now? And then I met some guys, many of them. 
Now tell me that. Finally, they slept with those ladies and then started struggling with their life. Some of them have not recovered from it till now. God is showing them mercy, but the impact of that, it drew them back too much. And they are trying to recover. They are finding it hard. But some people can come and cry, Oh God, remember how I have walked before thee. It's not a bad prayer to pray. When others are lose and doing many things, you remain. All of us will go to heaven, but all of us will not have the same rank. We will not have the same team. So there are some necessary mistakes, like the one you made, trying to travel to Zimbabwe, expand your prophetic ministry. You have already have, he has logo for his ministry, he has name, he has everything. Everything is down. The only thing that is not there is, is, is trying to get to the location. Somewhere in southern part of Africa. Glory to God. By now, he would have had. I would. He, he will see him as he's young. You will see him in a Lincoln limousine. There is a young prophet I'm seeing in South Africa. Young man, I'm not sure he's up to 21. And he say, Can I prophesy? Can I prophesy? I say, Prophesy, wait. Your territory is suffering from the, from the hold of witchcraft and darkness. And you can't do anything. Say, You are a prophet. Who is the prophet? The first time we heard about prophets and prophets in the scripture, the man was praying. He was doing priesthood. Don't believe any prophet that doesn't know the path of priesthood. You don't know how to burn incense. The first job of a prophet is how to erect altars. That's what, that's what Elijah did. Elijah is not too interested in revelatory ministry. I see, I see. I say, I say. No. His stone is, he came, the scripture said, and he rebuilt the altar. That altar that has been. He said, do it like this, do it like this, do it like this. There is a certain way that, there is a certain kind of altar. There is a certain kind of building that you will, you will put up in that altar that can attract fire from heaven. It's not altar, all altars that fire can fall on you. You must learn how to set up altars that fire can fall we need the revival fire. Just that it can't fall on all altars. A, a, a man, a young man sang a song. He said, revival fire fall upon our hearts again. The problem with that song now is that many hearts are not altars. They are not the certain type of altars that fire can fall on. Are you getting the point? As I say all the time, Elijah is recognized as the epitome, the representation of the prophetic. Eh? But we never saw many revelatory encounters. We never saw him much of a revelatory ministry. His phone is before God, whom I would stand. It was James that now showed us 
what, what Elijah was actually doing in his prophetic ministry. Eh? He said, Elijah is a man of like passions. And he what? Prayed the message. That's when we found out that the election of the prophetic ministry is actually priesthood. After the man has grown for 70% of the time, or even eight, just a few moments, he will come out and say, I shot heaven. I shot heaven. <laughs> because when he was praying, he found out that God wants to shut the heaven. I wait me now. God is looking for a mouth to use to shut the heaven. Say, so what, what are you waiting for? Use my mouth. Eh? Because he has done business in the secret. Jesus appeared at the tomb of Lazarus. He said, Father, I thank thee. For thou hearest my voice always. Are you with me? That, that, do you know why he said that? For somebody to say God hears his voice, that means he has been praying. Don't go and say that if you have not been praying. He already has a bank of prayer that made him come in the open and say, I know you hear my voice always. There are some people that enter the crusade, enter meetings and say, Father, oh God, hear me, let your fire fall, touch me. Nothing, nothing happened. Even headache did not go. In fact, as they are talking, a witch in that congregation struck them. Some of them stood on some of those altars and went back with jealousy, lust, and envy. Huh? That's the day the trouble they had with their wives started. The day they went out to preach. You know why? There's nothing. They don't have an altar that is bothered. A man is as strong as his altar in a secret place. The scripture says, They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Everything rises and falls on that statement. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. He saw those things that was listed. It is not for you if you don't know the path of dwelling in the secret place. That's when it is in that place that this, those things become your possibilities. A man that have not been, that is that is not trained in that pathway will never touch those things. You can come and say he has given his angels charge over me, and you come and have accident. Do you know why? You have not. It is not by the saying; it's about the doing. You have not been found somewhere. These things you are trying to proclaim is for some certain kind of men. Men that know the path, the path to the heart of God, the path where the shadow of his wings begin to cover you, the path where the glory becomes your clothing, the path where God himself is your garment. It is not the place, you know, it's not the place where you will, you will do today, for today, tomorrow, tomorrow you committed the lust again, committed committed the masturbation. Tomorrow you is masturbation. Tomorrow is fornication. Tomorrow is giving. Tomorrow is lying. Tomorrow is stealing. Tomorrow you ask God for forgiveness. He forgive you. Do it again. When you ask you forgive you. Do it again. Ask you forgive you. Do it again. That's not how we get there. That's why we said there is correction, because a man that has been corrected will never go back to do it again. That's what set David apart from any other man. It's not as if he didn't make mistake. But go and check it. Anytime David is corrected, he never goes back to that sin. He can do anything to make sure that thing doesn't come back. When Nathan the prophet came and told him, ah, he will die. All the things that happened to David after that time. Do you know, uh, you know now, at his old age, they brought a damsel, a young damsel, to warm, to warm his bed for him. The man has died to those things. 
The guy that stood on his building, they are doing work. People are going for work. He stood on his building and saw a damsel that is fine. And said, go and bring Bathsheba for me. And you know how those things work. One touch, the lady became pregnant. <laughs> One touch. That's how Satan does it. One touch. There is a lady. There is a guy that has been deceiving her. Guess what? One touch, the lady became pregnant. Ah-ah. I came and told the guy. The guy said, ah-ah. It's just one touch. <laughs> we have not done anything. It's just one touch. Ah. Come on, go away. Why are you blaming me for what I done? How can you be with just one touch? Just like that. The lady went back, wept, and carried the pregnancy, gave birth, and all that. Thing. Sometime, sometime in the future, some years, he was, she was passing through that city again and said she should go and greet the guy to tell her, tell him that he's, she's now normal. That those things she did, he did to her, it didn't affect her and all those things. The guy saw her and said, Wow! And then one thing led to the other. Another touch. Say another touch. Touch me one more time. The guy touched the lady one more time. Guess what happened? Guess what? Another one. One touch only. One touch. One touch. And the lady came and said, I'm pregnant. Another. The guy said, now, I know the last first one, I thought you were saying small truth. But now I know you are a liar. How can I touch you like this? Like, say, go out here. You want to spoil somebody's destiny. My mother. You are a wicked person. One touch again, man. Just like that. Just like that. Who are you trying to tie down? Is it me that you deceive? It's not me and you. The lady cried and wept and wept and wept. You don't have option. Went and gave birth and changed the time. The guy met her a third time. This time around, he was talking to the guy. And one thing led to the other. Guess what happened? Another touch. That's not the problem. Say another touch. Guess what happened? He became pregnant again. Just one touch. And he went and told the guy. The guy said, Never ever. Never ever come near me. It is finally confirmed that you are a witch. It is finally confirmed that you are a destiny destroyer. How are you doing it? Just one touch. We have not done anything. We have not seen ourselves for years. And we just say, let's just get to know each other. And then you come and, and you, somebody did something and you are trying to lay it on me. I don't know what you have been doing for years. And you just noticed and you came to give it to me. I don't want to cut off everything. It takes time. I know you think this thing is a fake story. It's a real life story. Yeah, you don't, they are worse. They are worse too. Do you need to hear what we are hearing? I've heard, I've heard. 
fool like that. You need to hear what we are hearing. This one is even. Let me leave it. Let me not touch on that. Let's focus on what we are doing. So once David was corrected, a time came. The man brought a young damsel. The same weakness he had. Young damsel, everything fresh. Say fresh. I know you are a holy guy. You are not holier than Listen to principle. <laughs> See, you know some holy brothers. We are my SU people. <laughs> you are SU now. They have not. They have not been dealt well in their heart. What they have is a form of godly mercy. Some of them think they will survive when the rating comes. Okay, you have not seen them solo. It's not all those people hanging around or Gideon. It's nothing they would have even you would have even fallen down. You don't know anything. What will happen when you see damsels, Abuja damsels? If you see their skin, there's a place they used to give them bats. You take bats in that place. 40k per bat. You see their skin like this, it's glowing under the sun. When you see it, you lose your consecration. <laughs> huh? When you touch the skin, when you touch the skin like this, you say, say skin. You say, is this a human being or an angel? No blemish. And you know those people, they are not the people that come to tap your money. They are the ones that will take you out. The thing that is making some people to fall, fall come short of their destiny and calling. When they appear before God and give excuse, God will slap them. Because men have resisted more terrible things. The priest said he went to one South American country to preach. Only for him to come and, and enter to preach. He thought he's a, a meeting. He, thought, he entered to preach like this. Almost a Almost half of the ladies there are wearing bomb shorts and mean grease. Eh? Any place you look, the thing is out like this. And they are not seeing it as bad. Is there? He said that they he have to invoke. <laughs> and he's supposed to preach. He said he was preaching and looking at the ceiling. <laughs> We don't know Satan. After some time, he said, God, what are we going to do? He had to apply skills and wisdom. He said, lift your hands. Everybody lifted his hand. He said, Jesus, answer me by fire. Fire entered the auditorium and struck all of them down. When they are under fire and power, he escaped. <laughs> <laughs> he escaped. It was, it is mistakes most times that necessitate some certain kind of training, certain kind of dealing. There's nobody that doesn't make it. Necessary ones. My 
like you, you have made the mistake of trying to make your destiny come to pass by your own strength. That's the mistake of Moses too. After some time, the man, that's one of the next thought in the structures of the processes in, in this context now is training. You are put into a training process. Because the question that was asked the guy is who made? Say who made? So it's a, it a context of training. You are not trained for this. You might think you are ready now. Until the time comes, you find out you are not ready. You are not ready. So people are saying, I know some people, they, they say God called me to the political sector. God called me. They are not ready. They are not ready. They are not, ready. They are not trained. And this kind of training is not the training that you are trained in, in state government has go for conferences. No, you are trained in the wilderness. These are the structures that are built into you in the wilderness. Hmm? Your lust for power will be taken away from you in that training. Because you are supposed to wield power. If you are supposed to wield power, the loss for it will be taken out from you. There are many young men of God, young pastors, they are lost for power is the reason why they have not touched anything tangible. Because God, that, these are the people that God loves. God loves them so much, he doesn't want them to be lost. Their desire for spiritual gift to encounter angels, encounter all kinds of things. They are not, they just want the encounter. They are not interested in God. They are not interested in the glory of God. The days I was asking, my prayer is, show me your glory. And when I say show me your glory, I'm not necessarily talking about an appearance of Jesus. My prayer is that when you say, when Moses says show me your glory, he, it is a prayer he, he learned how to make. This is a man that I've seen miracles, signs and wonders and all those things. So he cannot be calling that glory. Are you with me now? There are people that call glory signs and wonders and all those. No, no. There is something he's calling show me your glory. It is a place where the you that God has judged, the flesh, the self that God has judged has disappeared. And what is now being seen is God. The formations of Christ has filled your soul. Eh? When men look at you, they don't need to ask. Just as Jesus said, um, what's his name? Is he Philip? He said, show us the Father and it will be enough for him. He said, Philip, I thought you have been with me for long. That he that has seen me has what? Seen the Father. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. What kind of men are these things? There are men that have come to a point where the formations of Christ has found expression in their soul. On that account, they can make some certain kinds of statements. God knows that they have a man. God knows that he has a man here. The kingdom of heaven knows that they have a man. They can send men to come under your treatment because they know that beyond the words that you are speaking, that there is a ministration of your soul, a soul that has passed through process, and only life is what is remaining, the life of Christ. And those are the things that you minister when men come in contact with you. Those are the things that Moses was crying for. And that is what God gave you when you got born again. The scripture says that because God knows that glory is the only thing that he expects from you, and glory is the only thing that is important, and that was what Moses knew that others doesn't know, and that was why he made him prayer, 
when Jesus Christ came, that became the very first target of his death and resurrection. The very basis of his suffering is that he will bring many souls to what glory. That was what the scripture said in the book of Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. He said that he became the captain of our salvation. Eh? Through suffering, so that he will bring what? Many souls unto glory. That's, that's the context, that's the purpose of him suffering and passing through all those processes. Eh? Because that is the only way to bring souls to glory, for him to be raised by the power of glory, by the spirit of glory, after he has passed through process. And when he finished, the process Christ was now put into your spirit by the advent of, of the Holy Ghost. That is what we mean when we say Christ in you. And when Christ entered you, that installation of Christ in you has become the hope of glory. So any man that Christ is in, that is the hope that glory will come out of your life. Because the only thing that God desires from you is not many things, it's glory. And he knows that this thing cannot be possible by the arm of flesh. So what he did is that he installed that glory inside of you. When you deal well with it, when you deal well with that installation, what you will see after some time is nothing of flesh, nothing of self. It's just the glory manifest. The man asked him and said, Who made you? Who made you a judge? You are not made. You didn't pass through training. You are trying to ascend the throne when you have not been trained. Okay, there is a training process. One of the major things you must give yourself to in the days of process, give yourself to a lot of training. A lot of training. That's when you are trained in warfare. Is it not true? He said, You are the one that teaches my hands to walk and my fingers to. That's the day you are trained in skills in the scripture. That's the days you are trained in skills in prayer. The apostles, disciples said, Lord, what? Teach us to pray. We see many men that are not trained. They know a lot of Bible. But they are not trained. And God cannot commit many things to them. I pray that God will trust us. And commit many things to us. Our generation is looking for those sort of men. And I believe you are the one. 